This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, it may not feel like it because of the week we just had, but we are, we were in spring. <laughs> we're, we're like full-fledged into spring, a month into spring. And um that means we need to we need to do some stuff and and people might be thinking about spring cleaning at home and some people might be thinking well you know what what about some like internal spring cleaning some detoxing some feeling better getting outside eating right and so with me, I have Dr. Andy Capitelli. She's the naturopathic doctor. She's also the co-founder and director of functional medicine at Totalis Health. Dr. Andy, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Like, honestly, Dr. Andy, it's been a while since we've had you on. And I'm like, we need to make this more of a regular thing. We, need, sure. to, we need to bring you on like seasonally or something because our bodies are constantly changing. The, the weather seasons are changing and that affects our well-being. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it does. As the year changes, our health changes. So there are things we have to do throughout the year just to make sure that everything's working the way we want it to. Right. And a lot of people don't think about that. They're just like, they go about their, their, their lives and they're like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to do my best to eat right. I'm going to maybe take some, like a multivitamin, I'll go to the doctor for a checkup, but it's a lot more than just doing that. That's just scratching the surface. Absolutely. And what I also find is that a lot of people come to just accept symptoms that they're feeling. So people who get headaches every day, or they're just super tired, they just think, well, this is just my life. I'm just exhausted all the time. Just deal with it. Drink a ton of coffee and move on without realizing there are so many things you can do. You know, why are you tired? You know, why don't you have energy to make it through the day? And so there are things you can do throughout the year to help. So it's so important to, you know, at least quarterly you know, get those check-ins, get your blood work done and see if there are ways to really optimize how you feel. Yeah. And right now we are in spring. Like I said, this past week, I don't know about this past week. And what I know the snow doesn't thinking. feel like spring. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a few lovely days. The sun for the most part has been like shining, which is amazing for anyone that suffers from seasonal affective disorder or sad, if you want to call it that, because I'm one of those people. I need my sunshine. <laughs> I And so many people do. It's so nice when we change the clocks again and we can, you know, it's bright in the morning and, you know, brighter when you get home from work. It makes a difference on, on how you feel. So as we move into winter, it's getting the vitamin D. As we move into spring, it's get some more sunshine. And that is, uh, that's, that's our vitamin D, but it's, it's coming from the sun. So it's important to like, get out there and take that in. So I would, but now I got a question for you because you said, you know what I mean? Like amp up the vitamin D, um, mm -hmm. in the winter, right. When we don't have that sunshine and the, as much light during the days as, as you know, we do right now. Um, so does that mean that we don't need as much vitamin D? in the spring and summer months? Definitely not because we live in Ontario and most, <laughs> of, us, and most of us are inside all day, even during the summer. 
like we're, we all work inside. So unless you, you need about 20 minutes of sunshine every day. And the other thing to get optimal vitamin D levels is you need sunshine without sunscreen. And so how many people, oh. right. How many people are sitting in the sun for 20 minutes in a bathing suit with no sunscreen? No okay. one. So well, I'll tell you something. <laughs> You're not going to be happy when you hear this, but I don't wear sunscreen. It's okay. I don't either. <laughs> so when the sun is out in the summer, I am out there and I'm taking it all in, but yeah, I've never really, um, you know, dropped my hmm. vitamin D dose. I've never, like, I, I right. keep it, you know what I mean? Pretty much consistent. And then maybe I'll like, I'll up it a little bit more in the winter. In the winter. And most people need to make an adjustment. I'm going to say a thing on the sunscreen too, is that you know, we know what we're doing by not wearing sunscreen, like just make I sure know. you're moisturizing and, you know, doing those things. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, if you're going to burn or not, most people at this point know if their skin can tolerate sun or not. So if you're going to burn, put your sunscreen on, please, <laughs> please wear your sunscreen. Don't do what we do. I know. <laughs> Listen, like, sunscreen. I know it's bad. I know it's bad. I know what it can do to my skin. I'm I just, know. I'm like, I love the sun way too much. And for me, like I have olive complexion and I'm Southern Italian. So I just feel better when I have some color. I feel healthy. I do too. And so I'm half Italian, half Jamaican. So I never burn ever. <laughs> I could just sit in the sun all day and I just get really dark and t- I just, I never burn, but that doesn't mean I'm not harming my skin. So like, really, I should. Yeah. So we need to, we need face. to find a happy medium. That's exactly. what you see for everyone listening at home. Don't freak out. Don't do what we're doing. <laughs> Wear your sunscreen, please. Do not try this at home. <laughs> exactly. exactly. There's your disclaimer, right? Exactly. We know the dangers of sun on your skin. Don't do what we're doing. Please wear your sunscreen. <laughs> But you, you know, you make a valid point. A lot of people like sunscreen is something that's part of their daily routine and their skincare um, regimen. You know what I mean? So they aren't, you know, going outside to get those 20 minutes. So the vitamin D is really important to take. Mm -hmm. So you can like, you know, you're not missing out on that. Exactly. And so that's the thing. And then in the winter, like you said, most people need to increase it. But again, in, you know, in Ontario, we're inside, most of us are working nine to five, by the time you're outside, the sun is setting, we just don't get the sun exposure that we need. And then I mean, if you can go a little bit deeper, our ability to, you know, convert the sun into vitamin D, and then our ability to store vitamin D is genetically regulated. So you might have a genetic defect where you just don't store vitamin D and those people have to take high doses of vitamin D all the time. So it's different for everybody. And as parents with little ones, Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the vitamins that I give my kids daily vitamin D. Me too. I've given it to my, my daughters too. I've given it to her since birth, little vitamin D drops. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like, so, okay. Question now. Mm -hmm. Um, do we follow the dose that it says on the (laughs) vitamin D? Like, oh, I'm going to say label for, for kids. Yes. hundred percent follow the dose on the label for adults. Um, consult with your doctor. doctor. Uh, most people need more than they're taking. I find most people are taking a thousand IU a day. 
Um, I take 10,000 IU generally. <laughs> I'm there um, dropping. I'm with the dropper. I'm like, drop, 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 exactly. drop, drop. <laughs> we usually need more. And I mean, again, you have to be working with a provider who's testing your vitamin D. And so that you're actually getting readings of what your vitamin D levels are, because obviously you don't want to be overdosing and you know, vitamin D toxicity and all those things. So don't go home and start taking 10,000 IU vitamin D every day. If you don't have a provider who's not checking your vitamin D levels and making sure that that's actually the right amount for you. So sometimes it's 10,000 for patients. I'm dropping it down to five or maybe three. It just depends. So we're checking at regular intervals and changing, you know, how much they take just depending on what those levels are. And I'm glad you brought that up because that made me think of, uh, something totally different. And just the fact that it's important to get our levels checked out. You know, you even said it like, you know, just a few minutes ago, you're like, a lot of people will think, oh, I have these headaches every day. Oh, it's just, it's fine. It's like, it's part of my daily thing. Like, I don't think anything of it. And we, we make these like symptoms, um, things that we should be, you know, like thinking to ourselves, Oh, I should check this out. We're just saying, Oh, it doesn't matter. Sweep it under the rug. It's part of my life. Like it is what it is. So it's so, so it's really, really important. We, we actually go and we get tested to find out where our, you know, like levels are at for everything, including our hormones. It's so true. So I actually just posted an article a few weeks ago about medical gaslighting which is specifically for women, for some reason, more so women than men. So there are two, there are two things there. So one is that a lot of people just don't get their blood work done. So I'll have people come in, they haven't had blood work done in years, years, and you really need to get your blood work done at regular intervals throughout the year. And then the second piece of that is I have patients come in, mostly women who will say, well, I went to my doctor and they told me it's just because I'm getting old. They told me it's just because I'm in menopause. And so they're calling it medical gaslighting because women are going to the doctor saying, I know I'm not well. And the doctor's like, eh, you're fine. It's just, you're just aging. Just get over. It's just menopause as if we're supposed to just accept that this is how it is. And there are no options for you. You just need to exist in this space of unwell for the rest of your life. And it's not true. And so they actually termed it medical gaslighting for women and how often that happens. It's, it's crazy. That is horrible, right? It's horrible horrible because you don't need to live like that. Exactly. There are things that you can do to help. And honestly, it wasn't actually until I came to see you, Dr. Andy, that Mm -hmm. I felt a difference. And I was like, for the longest time, all these symptoms that I was having, they weren't in my head. They weren't even symptoms. Mm-hmm. Again, it was like, this is part of my life. Like, it's not a symptom. Like, this is just who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I came to you and I actually, um, t- together we did, you know, blood work and we did other tests, uh, to check hormones and everything that we discovered some stuff, which, exactly. mm-hmm. which I'm going to get into in a second. Um, and it was really interesting to get that information. It was interesting to see how we were going to deal with that information and where I am now. So don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more. I'm going to fill you guys in on everything right here on the parenting show. I've got Dr. Andy, my guest, and, uh, it's a good one. So hang tight. 
You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me, I've got naturopathic doctor and co-founder um, and director of functional medicine at Totalis Health. I'm talking about Dr. Andy Campitelli. Uh, Dr. Andy We've got a lot to cover off today. We already started. Yes, we have so much to talk about. Let's dive in. Okay, so before the break, we were just talking about how a lot of people don't, you know what I mean, go get their their blood, you know, blood work done and get checked out and check out their hormone levels. Um, and it's really, really important to do um, not just, you know, once a year, but, you know, maybe a few times a year to see where things are at, because things, as we know, change right then you were also talking about like the the medical gaslighting especially when it comes to women and how you know some doctors will be like oh you know what that's just part of life you're just getting old and it's menopause or maybe this or it may be that when in reality it's like let's dig a little bit deeper maybe let's do a little a few more tests to find out what is causing this and how we can deal with this so it made me think of my first visit with you which was about a year ago, we're approaching that one year mark. And we did a bunch of hormone testing. um, And it was for research for for the parenting show. And we discovered quite a bit about me. We did, we did a really extensive sort of blood work panel on you, all of your hormones, we did liver enzymes, your vitamin D. So we did a really, really extensive panel for you, antibodies for your thyroid, Um, We've got a lot of information and we've seen a lot of change in those panels. And you're right. We're coming up to the one year mark. We've seen a lot of change in that period of time. Yeah. We found out that I was, I had high levels of cortisol, which is that stress hormone. Um, Mm -hmm. And the weird thing is that they were uh, at its highest point in the morning when I would wake up where for a lot of people, that's when you're, you're coming off a period of rest. So you're not stressed out. And I was waking up stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you did. We found out a lot in your blood work. So your, your cortisol wasn't balanced. We found some high liver enzymes. You were deficient in vitamin D talking about vitamin D. Yeah. Uh, your hormones weren't balanced. And then we found some issues with your thyroid. Yeah. So we found out that, um, yeah, so like there was high levels of estrogen. So I was also put on uh, progesterone. We were on a, I'm on a cortisol um, management supplement for the cortisol. And then the thyroid, it was like, I'll never forget. You're like, okay, so um, we thought maybe you were insulin resistant, but we found out you have an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's. And I was like, what? I'm like, I'm thinking that sounds like something I would order at maybe like a Japanese restaurant or That's something. So true. I was convinced it was, you know, cause you'd come in talking about, you know, working out and exercise. And I was like, okay, we're going to find some insulin resistance, high insulin levels. Your insulin was great. What we found was an autoimmune thyroid condition. Yeah. And, and because I carry a lot of weight in my tummy area, which is a lot of people like will associate that with being insulin resistant. It's, it's the two things, insulin and cortisol. So I expected your cortisol to be high. I didn't think we were going to find the Hashimoto's, but we were checking just to be sure. Um, but I was expecting insulin and cortisol because those are the two hormones that cause storage around the middle. So we got the cortisol, but the insulin was good. (laughs) 
But you know what? We would have never known. And my whole point is that you'd never know if you don't go and get checked out and do these tests. You know, I know a lot of people that I've talked to, they said that they've gone to their doctor and um, they've done thyroid tests. But the ones that we did, we dug a little bit deeper and took it to the next level. And that's why we were able to figure out that it was Hashimoto's and an autoimmune disease that I was dealing with. Exactly. Because most often people, they're just getting checked or they're just checking your TSH, um, which is just one hormone that's sort of associated with your thyroid. And when you see, when they see a normal TSH, they say, oh, your thyroid is fine. But there are at least five other markers that you can check. And sometimes that TSH is normal and other things are imbalanced. And that was the case for you. So your TSH was normal, but you had autoimmune, your thyroid antibodies. So you still had an autoimmune thyroid condition and you were symptomatic of that autoimmune condition. Yeah. um, (laughs) It was really interesting, but I have to say, here we are a year later and a lot of people have been messaging me on Instagram and they're like, you know, where are you in your journey, Pina? Like what's going on? Can you update us? So, um, I guess now is a, is a good time than any to, to fill people in. So, um, having, been on the thyroid medication. Um, we did start off with some progesterone as well to deal with the estrogen. We've since stopped that. We only, Mm -hmm. we did that for a while, but my estrogen levels are good, right? Yeah. You had high estrogen levels and you had low progesterone. Your progesterone was in the zeros, like very, very low, (laughs) non-existent, 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 uh, which is really common in women due to stress because your body will steal progesterone to make cortisol. And you end up with really low progesterone, high estrogen, you become estrogen dominant. So we had to kind of, while you were dealing with like getting the, you know, your hormones balanced, we just sort of topped up your progesterone a little bit, dealt with the estrogen, to bring that down. And then we took you off the progesterone because the intention is if you don't have to stay on this stuff forever, then come off of it. And your progesterone levels are good. They're holding well at a really good level. So your progesterone is good. So I'm very, I'm very excited about that. I still am on thyroid, which I will be because it's an autoimmune um, exactly. thing. So I, I will be on that, but we've also uh, played around with the dosage. Dosing. Exactly. And that's what happens because other things will impact the thyroid. And with Hashimoto's, you hear people talk about a Hashi flare and things like that. So people will go through periods of time where there might be more stress or other things that impact thyroid are toxins or diet. And so your hormones will fluctuate, which is why you have to check these things regularly and then make adjustments. And then some people sometimes will make an adjustment and someone will say, okay, I don't feel, I don't feel good. I don't feel well at that dose. Okay. Let's just go back to where you were before. You know, there's no, there's no problem in doing that. Along with the supplements and the medication. um, We, I also uh, like, I I work out. So Mm -hmm. I do my kickboxing. I try to do that three times a week. Um, Yay. Nine round Vaughn. And then also uh, with the help of Miranda Malisani, which all of you guys at home know her very well. She's my special guest co-host on the, uh, the timeout edition here on the parenting show. Um, been working with her. She's a holistic nutritionist. And you also gave me this advice, Dr. Andy too, is just like, we need to maybe take a look at the foods, right? And so I've cut out inflammatory foods. So I've gone gluten-free and uh, cut out cow's dairy. So while I can still have dairy, just not cow's dairy. Exactly. Um, And I'm down like 20 pounds 
That's amazing. That's amazing. So, yeah. And I it's love like, to hear that. That's so great. And it was not ever a, something for a weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, you know, hey, listen, if you lose a few pounds, I'm not saying no to that. Okay. Right. Like people aren't getting upset if that's the side effect of what you're doing. <laughs> say no to that. But it was more to feel good. And I am, I do feel a big difference, you know? Um, even now, if I have something like there'll be a few times where I'll indulge and I'm like, okay, yeah, I am going to have some gluten or yes, I am going to have some, you know, cow's dairy. So, you know, like, I won't lie at my birthday, there was some nachos there with some cheese and sour cream and I had it, but I will tell you that instantly after I was bloated and uncomfortable and I felt it something that going back to what you said earlier, when you have that headache all the time, you're just like, but this is just, this is me, right? This is normal for my body. Like it's not a symptom. I had no idea prior to coming to see you and making all these lifestyle changes that I was constantly bloated. Mm -hmm. And that's the funny thing is that sometimes I'll ask people, you know, take out the gluten and dairy, and we can talk about why the gluten as well. Cause a lot of people, it's kind of a, a trigger when you talk gluten-free. Yeah, they're like, oh, gluten-free. Gluten-free, <laughs> everyone gluten-free. So like, we can talk about the deal with gluten <laughs> just to clarify that a little bit. Um, but that's what happens. And so people say, what? So if I take this out, I can never eat it again. No, of course you can eat it again. I, you wanted to have, you know, nachos and cheese at your birthday, do that. You just know what's going to happen now when you do it. You're not yes. so great, but it becomes a, right. But it becomes a choice. So it's not like you can never have these things again. You just start. So I'm lactose intolerant too. I'm, I'm gluten-free. And so when I look at something, I make a decision in my head. I'm like, okay, is this food worth how I'm going to feel after? And then I decide if it's worth it. And so my thing is carrot cake. I grab my mom made carrot cake. So if I see a really good carrot cake with like, <sighs> Cream cheese, cheese icing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm going to risk that today because I really want that carrot cake. And I feel horrendous after I'm bloated for 24 hours, but it was a choice and I'm not mad that I did it. And then I go back to eating all because I don't want to feel that way all the time, but that was worth it. <laughs> yes. And I think that that's the thing. And it's, it's really interesting though, how you start to notice the difference in your body, which is something I never noticed before. Um, and it all came from, you know, just doing these tests, taking these tests. And I have to say for everyone listening at home, um, and Dr. Andy will, will like vouch for this. I was like, oh my God, why is it so expensive? Like, do I have to do all these tests? I don't want to spend the money because you know what? We're spoiled here. Although we have a lot of stuff covered and some stuff isn't covered, but I will tell you that you do need to invest in your health. So like when I go for that blood work now, I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I'm going to have to pay out of pocket, but like it's worth every penny because I feel so much better. So I that's, just that's, need to throw that out there. Too. That's actually such a great point because it's true you do have to, I mean, you end up having to pay for some of those things, but if you don't feel well, you have to decide what that's worth to you. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. for me, that's a non-negotiable now I mm-hmm. need to like, so if, you know, I add up what I spend at Starbucks or listen, all you ladies know, 
Shoppers Drug Murder Sephora. (laughs) (laughs) And I will gladly spend that on blood work because it will make me feel better and I will be healthier. And as parents, that's what we want to be, right? Especially for our kids. We want to stick around. So we are there for our kids and we're also leading by example. Yes, that's the most important thing, what you're teaching your children that they need to do later. Right. So keep that in mind. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more. We've got Dr. Andy Campitelli joining us on the show and we're talking all health and wellness and it's spring. It is spring. Don't pay attention to mother nature. It is spring and things are getting better. Um, we'll be right back. This is the parenting show right here on AM 640 Toronto radio. Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday, and this is the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got Dr. Andy Campitelli. She's my naturopathic doctor, and she's also the co-founder and director of functional medicine at Totalis Health. Dr. Andy we are in spring. We were talking about the importance of um, getting your blood work done, checking out all your levels, every single level, hormones, everything, right? Everything. Get it all checked. Check it all out. Just like you you bring your car in for a tune-up. You got to bring your body in for a tune-up. Tune-up. I love that example. And we don't want to exist in a sick care system where you're only getting blood work when you're really, really unwell. Like go in and get checked, make sure everything's where it's supposed to be. Like make sure you're doing what you need to do to stay healthy. Cause that's what we want to do as we age. We want to stay healthy. Absolutely. And, and actually you brought up a good point. Cause you're like, you don't want to go when you're feeling sick or when you are sick mm. and I'll say something and I don't want to be the Debbie downer here, but Many times when you wait to hit to that, get to that point, you know, when you're just really not feeling good or you're really sick, you maybe missed, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to see how to the nice way to say, like, you did know, you miss the window where you could have prevented exactly. what was happening? Like, was there an opportunity where you could have sort of reversed that before it got as bad, you know, quote unquote, as bad as it is now? And, and that's the most important thing. And so I, even if people feel well, I always encourage if you're healthy, just go get blood work done once a year, just go get it done. Just make sure, make sure everything is where you want it to be. And then you're good and carry on, but don't, don't leave it until you're, you know, you're. Yes. Something is not right at all because you may have hit that point of no return. You know what I mean? So, or it's so much work yourself. Take care of yourself. Yeah. And then it's so much work to come back. And so I often find in clinics, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, four weeks in, they're like, well, nothing has changed. And I'll say it took you 10 years to get here. It's going to take you more than four weeks to get out of here. Like it's not overnight. And, you know, I mean, you can give people pills and crash diets and whatever, but do you want to do a crash something Or do you want to do something that's actually sustainable so you can stay healthy long-term and get off that, the yo-yo, like that's, that's what people want. Absolutely. I'll just, you know, going back to, to my health for a sec. Um, it did take me a little time to, um, just get my levels right for my thyroid medication Mm. and months, 
months, exactly. months, not four weeks. You know what I mean? It was, it was about like four months, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, but I feel so much better now and slowly, but surely, you know what I mean? You will get there and it's like, okay, I'm good. I feel good. So I'm glad um, that we're having this conversation. You know, Um, I also mentioned that, you know, we've been talking about the fact that it's spring and so detoxing and, you know, like everyone's spring cleaning at home. What about spring cleaning your body, Dr. Andy? Mm -hmm. So I have two trains of thoughts on detox because now when you're on social media, you're seeing everyone selling you a detox on one hand and then don't buy the tea, (laughs) (laughs) don't buy the tea, don't buy the tea. And then on the (laughs) other hand, you're seeing people saying detoxing is a scam. No one needs to detox. Your body needs to detox. So now people are kind of stuck because you have people selling you the detox saying detox. You have other people saying detoxing is ridiculous. Your body knows how to do it. And now you're left saying, okay, so where now what do I, I do? <laughs> no, where am I in this world? It, like, like on that spectrum, like where do I land? And so I land in the middle on the detoxing. Do I think the whole world needs to detox all the time? No. Do I think you need to take detox teas and laxatives? No, definitely not. But there is a time where detoxing is helpful and beneficial. So the first thing I always say to people is if you've never had genetic testing done, that's probably a good start because detoxification um, is genetically controlled. We have genes that allow our body to detoxify, genes that control if our liver can actually get toxins out of our system. And the number of patients I've seen who are missing those genes is so high and it means their body is unable to detox. So you hear those people say your body knows how to detox. Well, for those people, their body doesn't know how to detox. So that's not true. Again, why it's important to also have a naturopathic doctor on your like little team. You know what I mean? Like, and Mm -hmm. someone that you frequently go and visit and you get tested because otherwise, how are you going to know if you have that, that gene or not? Exactly. And then for other people, if they don't even want to go the step of genetic testing, I'll often say, so a change of season is a good time to detox, especially moving into spring, especially coming off of COVID. We've been inside, we've been inactive. You know, we were in forced isolation for a long time. So our diets were not the greatest. And, you know, so now is probably a good time to just give your body like a little reset. Let's just kind of help. And most people, you can tell when you need to do that. You feel sluggish, you feel puffy, you know, you feel a little more bloated than you normally do. You're not going to the bathroom every day. If that's happening, you probably do need to do a detox, but it's not the tea and it's not like the cayenne water for two weeks. Like that's not. Okay. Yeah, I know. Right. Or the don't start like paying like $8 for celery and start juicing that. Oh my God. The celery. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> like, don't, exactly. don't do that. Don't do that. Mm. But so with that said, Dr. Andy, like what is a safe way to do this? Should you attempt to detox on your own or should you always consult with a medical professional? So it's always helpful to work with somebody I mean, as much as there's information, you can Google anything these days, but I mean, Dr. Google only gets you so far, (laughs) right? And I mean, like I encourage my patients to Google. I have no problem when patients come in and they've, you know, they've Googled whatever and they say, you know, in my internet search, I found, but I'm glad they're asking me 
because then I can say, all right, so you know what, what you found, that's great information. But the other thing that you found, no, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So I'm okay if they Google and then come in and ask me. Um, So you do, if you can work with a provider, but some really great ways to detox without sort of harming yourself. First thing, just clean up your diet and start getting outside and exercising. That's like the first thing. And that's just being healthy. Exactly. That's the first thing. Just clean it up a little bit and then you can get into the supplements and things like that. There we go. There we go. It starts with little basic baby steps. We're talking all about our health, all about like our internal spring cleaning with our bodies, uh, hormones, tests, everything on the show today. Don't go anywhere. We've got Dr. Capitelli and we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show, AM640, Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. You are listening to The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and we've got Dr. Andy Campitelli joining us. She's a naturopathic doctor. She's my naturopathic doctor, guys. And she's also the co-founder and director of functional medicine at Totalis Health, which, um, by the way, can we just talk about that? for a second because we sure. didn't really mention that at all um and then and then I want to get into a few little spring things that we didn't finish up on but Totalis Health and what you do I have to say for everyone listening at home if you're like I have a doctor and my doctor's great you know what I mean like I don't need to go see someone else or I have a doctor and I have a naturopathic doctor um that's awesome and that's a great start and I did have the same situation but it wasn't until I started to go to Dr. Andy that that's when I actually found out about a bunch of stuff with myself. And I've been in like probably like the best condition health-wise that I've ever been in my entire life now. Um, because of you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I you. love hearing that. Thank you. I'm so oh, happy to hear that. It's the best. It's the best. But I have to give you guys kudos because the team at Totalis, it's the two main people is yourself. And Dr. Cook, right? Right. So explain that dynamics for everyone. Right. And so that's really, so we started working together about 10 years ago. And that was really the whole, like, I guess, premise of the clinic. So Dr. Cook's a medical doctor. He's actually a specialist. He's an internal medicine specialist. I'm a naturopathic doctor. And most people have a doctor and um, an MD. And most people have an ND. But they don't have two that work together and speak to each other. And so what Dr. Cook and I wanted to do was create an environment where people get the care of both. You're under the umbrella MDND. Nobody is on an extreme, you know, I as the MD, I'm not anti-pharmaceutical. He is the MD is not anti-functional medicine or supplements or anything like that. And we'd work together and decide what is the best outcome. And the best outcome is usually a combination of the two where they end up being on some prescriptions or on some supplements, but together we decide what we think the patient needs. And that's really the foundation. Mm -hmm. I love it too, because each individual 
you are, you're an individual, right? So uh, everyone's different. No two person is the same. Someone may have a medical condition. Someone may need medication for it. And then there's other things you may need supplements for. And if you don't have your doctor and your naturopath communicating with one another and working together to complement one another, um, some of those supplements you might be taking or the prescriptions you might be taking maybe counteracting one another too, because there isn't that communication, right? Absolutely. And then what I also find is that people often um, lie to their doctors on both ends. Um, oh my gosh. So they don't want their doctors to know that they're seeing naturopath because they don't want to go through the experience of their doctor saying, you know, why are you taking that? Oh yeah. I what do you mean that. you did this? Why? And then on my end, patients, they almost feel shame sometimes when I first meet them uh, mm-hmm. to admit that they're on a pharmaceutical. So patient you know, maybe like an antidepressant is a really good, is a really good example where a patient will say, you know, well, you know, I just, I finally decide I don't want to take it though. And I'll say, look, but there's a reason that those medications exist and there's no shame in taking your antidepressant. And what we'll do is just support you while you're on it. And that's the whole point. Like there's no, there's no shame in that. Or somebody might be on a medication for diabetes and that's okay. And you know what? We can work to try and reverse that. And maybe you don't need to take the medication anymore, but it's okay that you're on it. And that's the whole thing. Like we work together and the pharmaceuticals have a purpose and they serve their place. And you need someone who's sort of looking at it from both sides and not, they're not going to make you feel shame for anything that you're doing. And it's great because at the end of the day, it's all about making sure that you are in tip top um, health condition. You know what I mean? Like, and you're doing well and you're thriving and you're feeling good. So I needed, I needed doc. Thank you for explaining that. I needed Dr. Andy to explain that for everyone listening at home that, you know, um, it's great if you've got your doctor and it's great if you've got your naturopathic doctor. Uh, but the key to it is to make sure that they communicate. Exactly. So everyone knows what the big picture is so mm-hmm. everything can be treated as one big picture right exactly so, exactly there we go so so i needed to throw that out there I needed to throw that out there <laughs> now back to um spring you know what mm-hmm. i mean and our bodies and feeling good and the seasonal change and temperature change and all of that stuff dr andy what are a few other things that we can do or we should be doing now that the weather's better Mm -hmm. So I love the change in foods that comes with the change of weather into spring, you know, because when we're in the winter, it's sort of hearty, like vegetables, you know, we want warming food. So I love that as we transition into spring, we're moving into more salads and leafy greens and fruit and things like that. It's warm outside. So you can go out and have a walk, you know, in the morning or at the end of the day, get some more fresh air. So those are just like really simple, basic things I encourage for my patients to do, um, just to get those things in, start incorporating some of those healthier, you know, leafy greens, the fruit, getting some fresh air, that's kind of the foundation. And then from a supplement standpoint, sometimes we are doing, you know, either a little bit of liver support or some digestion support. It, it, we sort of, you know, you can customize it just based on how you're feeling coming out of the winter months to figure out what's really like the best thing for you to do moving forward. See, so there you go. It's like a lot of things that we can do for ourselves that, you know what I mean? Doesn't necessarily, um, it's not complicated. 
It doesn't cost anything. Like, what does it cost you to go outside for a walk, spend some time outside, just making little changes to what you choose to eat? I'm not even going to say diet. It's just making some different choices. Maybe it's like tonight for dinner. You know what? Um, I'm going to like, listen, I know busy mom life. Okay. So (laughs) if you're a busy parent, like I know like dinner sometimes is crazy. So sometimes you pick up that, that roasted chicken at the grocery store. You know, maybe it's picking that up and, you know, having it with side salad or stripping it up and putting it in your salad with, you know, making it interesting. I throw goat cheese in my salad and beets Mm. and olives. Um, Sure. It doesn't have to be complicated. I think that that's what people are so concerned about. They think I don't have time to cook for three hours. Look, I'm a busy mom too. And I work, I'm not cooking for three hours a night. No, who's doing that? Come on. Quick, quick. You're buying a roast chicken on the days that, you know, I'm really pressed for time. My daughter loves tuna. It's a can of tuna, a little bit of corn, avocado, tomatoes, some lettuce, some oil and vinegar. She loves it. And it literally, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I saw you post about that. Yes, I posted it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, good on her. Good on right? her. Just quick, quick, quick. It doesn't need to be complicated. Just keep it simple. Keep it healthy. You're good. Don't worry about the people who are posting crazy recipes and cooking and meal prepping and all of that stuff. Like, it's okay. If you're, I'm not that mom. It's okay. I'm if not that, that mom, mom either. We right? are real, real life moms right here. Right. There's no meal it. prepping Sunday over here. Keep like, it, no, okay. no. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And- do what works for you and your family. Dr. Andy, thank you so much for joining us today. If people want to find you, where can they find you? So you can find me online. Um, Instagram is at Dr. Andy ND, and that's Andy with an I, or you can find me at totalis.health. Guys, go check her out. Give her a follow. And honestly, if you've just not been feeling so good, make an appointment. I am not exaggerating in any which way when I say that um, my life has changed health-wise in the past year because of Dr. Andy and Dr. Cook. So definitely check them out. And Dr. Andy, will you join us again soon? Absolutely. I would love to. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to talk to you in a few months when summer hits. And, uh, and we will catch the rest of you guys next week right here, 8 o'clock Sunday. On AM640 Toronto Radio, it's The Parenting Show, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca.